Hi, everybody, and welcome to Overshare. This is where I come with my friends to Overshare, and Jeffrey is boring and basic, and he plays his games. But he's here. Say hi, Jeffrey. Hey. Oh. Why is that cute? We don't know. Anyways. Because you, they can't see him. That's right. His contributions are mostly visual in this yeah. podcast. What? Oral? You mean Oral. No. Because no, we can't. They can't No, he see means him. he's just pretty. Oh. And that we're not, the audience is not, of this podcast is not getting that. Right. Oh, by the way, audience, uh, this is Ben and Christian. Hi. Hi. I have them on the show today. Hey, boys. There you go. There you go. So Ben and Christian are good friends of mine. They've actually recently gotten engaged. So this congratulations, my, my young children. Congratulations. I have a ring on my finger. Very thrilling. <laughs> Ben's Ben's face. Ben is very entertained by Christian's antics on the microphone right now. <laughs> I yes, I am. <laughs> so uh, Ben and I got to know each other in kind of a fun way. We were actually met through theater originally. We were working on shows together. He was a backstage guy working a stage management assistant stage management job. And then literally like two weeks later, <laughs> I go to teach my class and this jackass shows up and he's one of my students. And I was like, the fuck are you doing here? Get out of here. Go back to work. So, um, so actually I really enjoyed that because it was my first semester of teaching that class going right. back to ASU, which is a really big school. It's my alma mater, but um, it was my first semester going back. And uh, I was like a very nervous. I was always very nervous teaching. I don't know. We can see how Christian feels about that. But I always get a little nervous when I teach. So um. same. Yeah. Do you do you get stage fright? I mean, it? I'm an anxious girl. Well, actually, ironically, even though I have social anxiety, I'm good for public performance. That's like one of my strengths. But I still definitely get anxious for it because yeah. um, it's just like you're bearing your soul and your emotions to these students, and you don't know how to respond to that. It's true. Yeah. Well, and you're trying to you're trying to help them with something that's very personal to them. Yes. Especially when you're teaching art. And you, you know? do it the wrong way, you fuck them up for life. So Yeah, it's <laughs> actually that is actually very true. Like terrifyingly true. But you can also save them. Oh yeah, there's a lot of potential for like massive failure and success there. Kind of like parenting, honestly. It yeah. to me is like an extension of my of my job as a parent. When I am have young people in my classroom, I feel a little bit like I don't know. I have to think of it in the set of like, how would their parent like me to handle this mm. ideally? Not their parents through the lens of their parents, like social views and shit. Fuck that. Just like love wise, like the love of this person as a kid. Right. No matter what mm -hmm. they're because trust me. I don't like all the students. I'm sorry. That's probably not a very agreeable or thing to, to agree. Well, like, thank God I don't have to deal with the parents. Amen. Woo, FERPA. Ow, ow, we love you. Anyways, sorry. I just love it. That's my favorite part. I've had a couple <laughs> parents try. I've had a couple parents try, and I'm always like, yeah, no. I can't talk to you about any of this. I'm not even answering this email. That's that's how I get to roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would hate to teach high school and deal with the parents. Oh, the power of ignoring an email. I love ignoring emails. <laughs> so accurate. So accurate. But yes, I would have stage fright every time I taught class. So it was very nice to see Ben's friendly face in my classroom. I was like, huh. Oh. And then eventually we had a conversation. I remember where you were like, so I'm thinking about dropping out of school. That was a little bit later, okay? Because I'm thinking I might want to, yeah. It was like a couple semesters later. But he's like, I think I just might want to like a week or two. just work. <laughs> he lasted a little bit. A little bit. 
was like, I think I just might want to work. And I was like, child, you do you. Everybody's got a different path in this industry, and school is not always for everyone. I know that's not the popular college college teacher response. It's so true, though. But it's true, yeah. It's so true. You know, my dad is a college professor. He teaches trombone at NAU, and one of his things that he's always done that I've that one of the things that I respect him for the most is that when he has a student who's pursuing a degree in like trombone performance that he truly like doesn't think can do it like if he has somebody that has genuinely tried and has practiced and has taken his advice and he and he knows that they can't do it he will tell them and he will say I think you would be better suited for these other options you can go into this field you could do this like you know music education or maybe Mm -hmm. therapy but these are the reasons why I think it would be difficult for you to attain a performance degree and I think that that's actually really valuable because I think that a lot of college is just based on the idea that if you try hard enough anyone can do anything Mm -hmm. which I think just leads to a lot of people wasting time and money on things that aren't realistic for them to achieve yeah it's true and it, it is a fine line to walk I mean I have to say, I don't think I've found my bearings yet where I could, like, be honest enough with a student unless they got there themselves to be like, this industry might not be for you. Not unless they actually worked on a show with me and, like, did yeah. work with me outside. Yeah, that definitely is I a more personal... I might get comfortable enough to say something then, but, like, that's... Totally. You, you know what I mean? It gets pretty deep. Unless they're asking me, what do you think? Absolutely. I'm just going to be like, that's their journey. But do you see students sometimes that you feel that way, too, about Christian, that you oh. feel like they're just not going not gonna to make it out there? Never going to make it, buddy. I haven't seen one yet that I thought wasn't going to make anything. Although I have seen them ones that are like, maybe you could use a change of personality or a change. (laughs) 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 You're just maybe not the best person. (laughs) And you know, I am a very like loving, open-minded person and I think the best of everyone um, okay, not everyone, but um, <laughs> don't lie now. Don't come like, on the podcast. And for lie. example, Donald Trump is a disgusting pig, but agreed. Most people, it's like there's a little good in them, and mm-hmm. but sometimes you're just like digging and digging and trying to polish that diamond, and you just cannot <laughs> get past the layers of dirt. Like, <laughs> it's very I don't true. know anything about jewelry, so sorry, but <laughs> or not. Oh my god! I like I said, I never had real jewelry. My mom doesn't have real jewelry. I was like, <gasps> "Yes, these are this diamonds." Is, this is why the ring got left at home tonight. By the way, Christian, <laughs> Christian, Christian was like, "I am not taking that shit out of the house." But oh, you know what I think is hilarious with all that though that makes me laugh is I almost feel like we're, with te- like with teachers we're almost like medical workers where it doesn't really matter whether you like the patient or not. You need to treat them all the same way, right? have you know the same time that you put into each student give them feedback and be genuinely invested in what they're doing and what they're working on whether you like them or not and that is definitely one of those teacher skills that you have to like push through and master I find the more you do it because it's not easy it doesn't come naturally to like want to help people who annoy the fuck out of you well obvious I'm not someone that has teaching experience at the college level but it does seem to me that it depends on what you're talking about because a lot of art is inherently political um hello hello people hi Hi. no no, it's okay we have we have developed an audience we have Desiree and John here also veterans of the show right we say that way then we sound super cool this this pod like this podcast I think has potential like 
we started with a closed set with a, a <laughs> podcast that's being recorded in private and now we have an audience that's true like how did that's they find out about like up, this is it's going viral before it's even been released. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is... Um, by the way, guys, welcome to Fountain Hills. Do you remember how Maris would also just... Oh my God, drop, I love Maris. I miss Maris. Mar I just recorded with Maris last night. So I'm many recordings. I'm going to forward to that episode. <laughs> this is the funny part about hanging out with people like Ben, um, who were my students previously at ASU, because I am often old enough, if not like close to being old enough to be that person's parent. But um, <laughs> but I have developed I have developed friendships with people who are that much younger than me. And in the case of Ben, I have very much enjoyed the friendship that we've developed, getting to know you over the past several years. You're all years. invited to my 14th birthday party, by the way. <laughs> I like him young. No. <laughs> hey, bring uh, him young and bring him often. <laughs> See? Student. This is the kind of... This is As our audience. This is our studio audience. Kind of Catholic. Only my dad is. It doesn't matter. Point oh, wow. Is. Wow. Ben really had a facial reaction when you said you were Catholic. That was a serious that facial reaction serious. to your Catholicism. <laughs> it was like a partial held back sneeze and also like a shout that didn't well, come out of his mouth. I should clear it up. Please, Only my dad is Catholic. Everyone else in both sides of my family converted to evangelicism. Which, trust me, it's so different. Jeez, like, it's just not that sounds same. fun. I know. Raised by Catholics and evangelicals, what a great combo. It sounds, it sounds liberating. So of this conservative world that you came from, is this one of the things that drew you to being an artist and being a musician in the first place? Would you say well, being able to find a little bit more freedom? To, to my parents' credit, they aren't conservative, but they, <laughs> they're like... On some, they're, on some things. Yeah, like they're... Democrats, but they're also homophobic somehow. So, <laughs> I know. My mom was like, "Oh yeah, like we should be legal. Like they shouldn't." Be. And it's like, "Okay, you think that?" But <laughs> yeah, you've you've actually gotten high with your mom, and my parents would never like my parents like when they found out I smoked. They're like, "So why are you choosing to ruin your life like this, son? We're so disappointed in you." <laughs> You know, and then but then they're like totally fine it's with like after with everything special. about like me being queer and, and whatnot. But then Christian, like their parents, you know, they've actually gotten high together. But only my mom, not my dad. My dad would never. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Phenomenal posture too. He does, oh, right? Thank you. <laughs> You're so beautiful, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. They are beautiful humans. I enjoy their presence. I enjoy everyone's presence. Hi everyone. Quiet. Hi. Christian's still here. <laughs> My name is Christian. Christian. My name is Christian. I'm 26. You are. 26. I'm 26 years old. And I am a Christian woman. I am sanctified in the church. Oh no, John says. <laughs> and I'm a socialist. And I'm a socialist. Whoops. I'm more of a communist. That's also we fight true. constantly. Oh fight constantly. Just kidding. <laughs> Our house is a den of nightmares. What can you say? Ben Ben's fiery. He's a fiery one. 
it's true. I just I'm so passionate about so many different things. All about that fire crop. Never mind. Oh, whoa! Oof! Wow! Wow! We went there. That was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, what do you want to mm. talk about next? <laughs> um, please tell me it's not Ben's fire crotch because I might not be able to make it much longer. He was my student, so there's only a level of awkwardness that I'm willing to go to. Yes, yeah. And mostly musician. And musician. Uh, I'm an electronic musician. Really? Yes. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, he's ex- <laughs> he's extremely talented. I'm not just saying that to like be sweet to him. He's extremely talented. The two of them are. Yeah. Yeah, like like I make music inside my computer. Like so, I I, I grew up in the classical music tradition. My dad is the trombone professor at NAU, and my mom managed symphony orchestras before she became a stay-at-home mom. So I grew up very much like going to orchestra concerts, learning about Bach and Beethoven and, you know, Mozart. Mozart is better than Beethoven. Shut. No. Amen. Amen. Anyway. Anyway. Point is, I play the cello, and I, I uh, have uh, like some experience in like ensembles and things like that. But eventually, I became interested in. Uh, oh, and I should mention, I went to ASU for music composition. Eventually, uh, initially, before I switched to theater. <laughs> so um, I went to ASU for music composition, and uh, after a while, I became interested in just producing my own music by myself because there's only so much control you can ever have over an ensemble, like the performance and then the recording quality and the way that it's mixed and produced. And you can never really get the exact sound that you want and in the way that you want. And so I started experimenting with different ways to just kind of take back control of my artistry for myself and uh, for me, that involved just like becoming familiar with a software called Ableton, uh, which lets me play instruments inside my computer, uh, like Max for Live, stuff like that. Yeah, so I, yeah, just kind of digital instruments and, and electronic stuff. Cool, man. And then you also were working on that really cool software. Like when you came to help me paint the hotel in Sedona. Oh, yeah. You were just at the beginning part of that, so if you could describe that software that you designed, I think that'd be awesome too. Yeah, well, uh, so inside this program called Max MSP, it's it's essentially like a coding environment that's like it makes coding and designing computer programs palatable for artists and easy and approachable for artists because everything is based on visuals. And so you just have like little different like objects that do specific things and they each have inputs and outputs and you just connect them together, which makes it easy to see what's happening and like where things are going and makes it, you know, fairly easy and accessible to kind of build different things in your computer. And so I used this software to make uh, some custom effects and instruments and things that I use in my music. Um, I think the one I was showing you 
uh, that you were mentioning, Tiana, was my my particle system, the one yes. that has like different little dots yep, flying yep, around yep. the screen. And that one uh, is cool because it's based on like a visual interaction with your computer. Basically, what happens is that there's like uh, a bunch of tiny little dots that have like different velocities, and they're flying around the screen, and they react to your mouse. They're they're magnetically attracted to the center point of your screen, and they're repelled from where your mouse is. And so you can like like a cloud, kind of move them around and control where they're going, and then you can. Uh, use their position on the screen to control different things to control like pitch or maybe like loudness or some other effect if you want and so then it's a really cool way i love um i haven't yet but i would love to be able to use that in a live performance because it's really cool to like see how like the visual yes. effects that are being generated are manipulating the music as well yes. and i love stuff like that that allows it to be kind of multimedia and like interactive it was fascinating I think it's super to cool. see. It was fascinating to see. And it was cool because at the time when we were in the hotel room, I remember you were asking me like if it was a numeric equation for this color scale. Oh, yeah. Of the entire rainbow. And blue was this and red was this. Where would purple be? And yeah, where, like you I were was trying like, to find the secondary get, like, colors. RGB like, you, values. You had yeah. the primary colors uh -huh. done pretty well, but you were trying to find the secondary colors. And I apologize. Are you... Um translating that to something like the circle of fists or like uh you can um like you you can uh i i made essentially two different modes uh inside of it like if you use their position on the screen to be pitched you can either have it be chromatic or even frequency specific like you can bend you know because if it's anywhere on the screen you have you know, depending on how big your screen is, how many pixels you have, that many values that you could have all the way up or down. And so you can be totally chromatic or even frequency specific and bend, or you can also get, uh, like you can also say that you only want it to output notes from a certain scale or chord. And then you can say like, if, uh, so for example, you can say, if, if I know I want 12 different possible notes that it could output, then you say, I'm gonna make 12 zones uh, across the length of my screen and you could say then that I know that if this particle is in zone number one it's this note and as soon as it moves to zone number two then it's this note. The thing that I love about about this Max software that I'm talking about is that you can use it any way that you want like you can you can tell it to work based on the circle of fists or you can tell it to be like completely numeric or like maybe work in the frequency scale if you wanted to or just MIDI notes like you can use it and like tell it to do anything you want which is what I like about it because it's 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 limitless and that's what we were talking about with the colors is because like uh, if when I'm talking about colors with particles, you know, and m changing colors and things, you can have them be literally any R, G, and B value combination, which is why I wanted your input on that question. Yeah, of like, it was what, a really help I me make never a, a shade about, of purple. I spent my whole life thinking about color, but never had anyone been like, so if color was a math equation, and this color, this end of the color spectrum was this, and that end of the color spectrum was that, what would this be? And I was like, so I just sat there and I was like, uh, this. And you would type it in, you'd be like, close. <laughs> what else? Or you'd type it in, you'd be like, yep, that was it. You know, that was like a really interesting little process to, to do that. But I was like, wow, I had no idea I could think about color numerically. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> I really re learned something new, you know, learn something new every day. So. That's what lighting is, at least. Mm -hmm. Right, well, because li with lighting, color is subtractive instead of additive. So. It's a different process. To reassign property to sound, man, that's so insane, so dope. 
yeah, it was pretty cool. That was that was one yeah, that was one of those moments where hanging out with him, I was like, wow, this young man is pretty different. <laughs> like very smart. Like he sees things pretty differently. I like this kid. I think that's a pretty good segue into talking about your project, Christian. Yeah, Christian is also, by the way, another very talented Who musician. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just yeah. these gems that I find in teaching theater. <laughs> then I love them forever. I no, so excited to be in like such artistic presence. <laughs> Christian, my doll. I want to call myself a presence. <laughs> that sounds funny. So lofty. Anyway, uh, hi, my name is Christian. Um, I already said that. I know. Um, I, too, went to ASU. Um, what do they say? Fork them? Fork? Fuck them? I don't know. <laughs> Devils? Whatever. I don't know. I don't care about that. But anyway, I went to ASU, too. I just got my master's degree in composition. Spoken like a motherfucking asshole. Oh my god. I am. Got that composition. Let me tell y'all something. As a mestiza, Mexican, American, queer, non binary person. To be in what is literally a white man's world, y'all think like composition of all the fields is still. I'm not exaggerating. Not about eighty percent white men, mostly cis, mostly straight. I mean, almost all cis, mostly straight. Yeah, and it's just like that's why he threw in mostly straight. Some of them claim to be straight and then literally drive really expensive cars with sheepskin interior. Oh my God! Well, I, I, I mean, I have to also qualify that by mentioning that I did sleep through half the department. <laughs> ben, being my partner now, who was also in the composition studio, and not the only person in that department I slept with, but that doesn't matter. The point is that I'm a Christian, and <laughs> um. Anyway, it's hard to be in that world because it's still so white male dominated, and they like act like they want diversity but they don't know what that means to want diversity like it's a lot more than just having our faces in the same building um a lot of those things just were not built for people like for anyone else the culture around it is built off of white male european and american culture Mm -hmm. and it's like if you can't readjust to it it's like an individual failing and not like this isn't your world this isn't wasn't meant for you originally Um, oh, and the fact that, like, I also come from a working class family. Um, like, my parents had three children and they never made more than, like, 35000 a year. Um, now, in today's money. Um, so it was like, and again, like, classical music is very much like, oh, you have to buy your 20 instruments and you have to buy your 20 reeds for your little clarinet. And each reed is like, you know, um, things like that. So, like, there's, like, all these barriers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my point is I've been trying to find, I don't know, I'm like stubborn and now I want to get my like PhD in music, but I'm like, I still have to do all this bullshit. With <laughs> and the process of getting this PhD and just applying for it, you know, we're encountering all these different schools that have application fees, $100, 
So if you're applying mm-hmm. to seven schools, that's seven hundred dollars, and you have to pay for your transcripts. Yeah. You have to pay to and sign up to take to this apply. test. You have to pay to take the GRE. That's test. You have to yeah. pay for all the, you know. And like, I in like I just I see every application fee. Like in in today's world, I just look at and see as a barrier to people who can't afford to pay that. Yeah, I don't see absolutely. it as anything other than that. Absolutely. But I guess we were talking about my projects. So <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that part. Anyway, composing, composition. Uh, so this person, uh, this wonderful musician I know, uh, Sandra Flores Strand, um, we're working, she's a soprano, a vocal performer, um, classical vocal performer. Anyway, um, she reached out to me about doing a project where we're writing what is a cantata and a cantata is like it originates from the baroque era it's similar it's a vocal work a state not it doesn't have to be staged but it's a concert vocal work that has usually has a plot and it's was usually religious in nature for example bach had um Jesus joined a joy man desiring that's a melody from one of his cantatas um and obvi- they would be performed like during like religious like like in churches for like a religious a special holiday or something like a cantata celebrating oh I don't know um say it doesn't matter something religious oh, something, Jesus-y. something Jesusy <laughs> something Jesusy something Jesusy it doesn't Hashtag matter point is cantatas Jesus-y. are usually religious in tone f- vocal pieces with a narrative uh, anyway um, kind of like an opera but not really ish um and so we're writing that but what we're writing it about is um the undocumented immigrants who are here and are being put in um you know detention camps by concentration camps by trump the trump administration and i want to be clear here and emphasize that this is not a problem that is limited to trump but is a problem that was created or that was created by democrats and republicans alike and has been grown by both parties just to be clear, voting him out is not going to solve everything, everyone. Anyway, um, so yes, it's about telling the stories of these undocumented immigrants who are in concentration camps, basically. And we've been trying to like do interviews and whatever. So instead of a cantata about religious theme, you know, this European creation, it's going to be about undocumented immigrants who are mostly indigenous, suffering modern from modern day settler colonialism. Um, so it's like this juxtaposition and it's going to be like, going to be electronic, even though I'm not really, I'm electronic is not my wheelhouse. That's Ben's, but it's something I want to try out, but I'm, it's going to be like a lot of playing with language and voice and like the sounds of voices, because I think that's so, um, powerful. It's really like, cool. Yeah. So anyway, that's what we, we're still like in the planning processes trying to get things like, yeah, and they're like not even thirty yet, so it's fine. <laughs> Don't be intimidated right now. <laughs> it's been fun. I do want to thank you guys for being on. Um, I would like for you guys to plug one more time for everyone where they can see you on social media if you guys would like, or where they can find your project. I am almost done with a new album uh, that will be coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, so uh, you can check out all my music at benvining.com and uh, 
the the first song from this new album is out already. Uh, you can take a listen to that, and I am accepting pre-orders now. Um, so, yeah, please please check it out. Uh, all my music is free to listen to on my SoundCloud profile um, because I want it to be accessible to everyone, and people can choose to support it further if they wish. But uh, but yeah, that's that's me. How about you, Christian? Well, there's my website, ChristianSRodriguez.com. But for all the beautiful boys out there, you can call my special number, which is 555-E-A-S-Y. That's 555-E-A-S-Y. <laughs> <laughs> will we be able to find the cantata on your website then when it's done? Is that Will there be a... Sure. I mean, you can hear my other one, the one I wrote for my master's thesis now. Is on there? Sueño Vibrant. Oh, that awesome. This is also technically a cantata. I don't know what well, I'm going to go and check that out. But, yeah. And so should everyone who's listening. Thank you guys for Thank coming you. on and sharing your beautiful souls and your beautiful artwork with Thank us. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all come again now. Y'all come, y'all come again now, you hear? <laughs> y'all make sure that you tune in for the very next episode of Overshare, where I will overshare about my personal experience as a visual artist, and especially about my experience as a visual artist on social media. Yikes. It's scary out there, guys. We can talk a little bit about social media in general as well, how that has quite unfortunately become a central part of our lives at this point, has it not? Yes, we'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of that. So be sure to tune in for that. Also, if you have enjoyed what you have heard, we would really appreciate if you dropped us a positive comment in the comment section or gave us a rating. A five-star rating always helps us be found by other listeners in the future. We appreciate you listening to Overshare. We hope that you tune in the very next time. In the meantime, do take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and remember that love always wins. Bye, guys.